0: You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. Hey everybody, I'm David Bloom. I am here today with Seven Volpone in the headquarters of Big Block Capital Group here in sunny El Segundo, California. Uh, Seven is CEO of Big Block Capital, and he is more importantly the founder and head of Subnation, one of their ventures trying to uh, explore the opportunities and the lifestyle and culture around video games. Today we're going to talk with Seven about some of the big trends that are happening in the video game space and the business of eSports, how brands can take advantage of some of what's happening as this business is taking off. So Seven, glad to be here with you. Nice to see you, David. So ta- let's start with the biggest game in the universe,
1: Fortnite. What made Fortnite go? Really, Fortnite is is just an amazing uh, game, and it's done so much actually for gaming and esports and competitions. You know, the fact that they were able to play—you uh, can play on a PC game, you can play on an Xbox, PlayStation, or a mobile game—and everybody can play together just instantly galvanized and united the gaming community. Um, and I think it was a, a really big part of their 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 quick success. It feels like they're a little slow. They said they're going to start rolling out some tournaments, but not
0: till 2019. It's like, man, this thing is hot now. Let's get it out there. But what are the opportunities for brands to take advantage of all the the things that will be
1: coming up around the tournaments that are coming next year? You know, I think the interesting thing with Fortnite is that, unlike a lot of other games that are out there, they, they make it very difficult for people to interact and have, have tournaments. To this point, Fortnite has really opened it up to the individuals who play it to host their own, uh, own tournaments, and they've just left it open, which I think has allowed people to, to, um, to scale quickly. Um, but uh, you know, in 2019, when they start opening up and having their own tournaments, I think there's going to be a mad rush to people who want to compete. And, and it's a great opportunity for brands, uh, with Fortnite to be involved in that culture and that experience. Yeah, it seems to me one of the
0: interesting things about Fortnite is the fact that it is one against a hundred. So it's almost like a democratizing thing. Somebody like uh, Ninja Tyler Blevins, who's one of the biggest, who's one of the best known certainly, he could still get killed, and you don't even know. He's just one
1: of a hundred. Sure. Yeah. Look, you you always have those odds, and even if you're a great player, that's that's the wonderful thing about the game. You know, somebody right. could sneak up on you and give you a headshot, and 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 you're done. Saw in that big Las Vegas one off that they did, a guy out of LA that nobody knew about,
0: who actually won one of the games. He killed uh, Ninja at another of the games and he made some money and I think he made a name for himself. People have an opportunity here who aren't always
1: this top, top, top pros to, to, to take part and maybe do okay. Absolutely. You know, they've created almost like a rocky scenario. You know, any man walking off the street has a chance to win. And uh, and, and that's what's great about the game, because you can play for hours and hours a day, but you never know if somebody's going to sneak up behind you and give you a headshot. So in terms of where brands could go with
0: this, I mean, they've got the tournaments coming. I mean, are there lessons here in the gaming space that other Game designers, because we're going to see a lot of Battle Royale games, and brands can take advantage of to connect with the gaming community. Are there things that they did
1: right? That everybody should be doing. Listen, Fortnite has completely changed the entire landscape in the game, the way that everybody looks at, at, at esports and gaming right now. And it opens the, the, the doors for for other game publishers who are really looking to create multi platform games, uh, which can be played on mobile. And and it opens a lot of interesting uh, questions for the Xboxes and the Playstations of the world who've been dependent on hardware. And now, you know, you're looking at what Microfo- Microsoft just did, and 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 looking at like almost a SaaS platform instead of just you know having to go out and buy your your physical game it changes everything as a matter of fact my, my son who's uh, who's 12 years old in the beginning of last year i would go and pick him up from school and there would be nobody outside the kids were just you know like not on the front lawn you know waiting after Fortnite came came out you would come out and you'd see boys and girls just sitting on the lawn waiting for people to pick them up all playing Fortnite on their mobile devices so it's just connected that entire community which is which is really a phenomenon
0: They are all able to play across platforms. That's an interesting component of this that I think has some really revolutionary implications for the business, which has been so siloed. I mean, it's all been about the exclusives on one platform or another. So do you see multi-platform cross platform play as the
1: future of the game business you're always going to have the purists who are the pc game players who you know love to play on pcs and there's a reason for it there is a high level of gaming that comes out of pc performance what what fortnite has done is is open up the mobile gamer you've got guys on a mobile game beating a guy in a pc you know it it, it happens but i think really think it's dependent on the game that they're playing and fortnite just happens to be one that that works in, in in every capacity So one of the things I love about Fortnite
0: is the way that they allow skins, and this is where they make all their money, of course, is the skins and the customization, even though you get dropped into whatever body, you can customize it. Talk about how they've sort of really changed the culture in that way,
1: too. Look, Fortnite, you know, they were, they were spot on, and they really tapped into, you know, what we at Subnation focus on is the lifestyle right. of esports. It's not just what's happening in the game. And what's really interesting about Fortnite is, you know, people aren't just, you know, buying guns. The, the, the thing is, I can buy a dance move. I can buy a skin. It's about my identity. It's about how I express myself. And at the end of the day, if you look at, at, at anything, you know, whether it's, you know, collegiate sports, NFL, NBA, the things that really propelled those sports beyond the game, what was happening inside the culture. And I think Fortnite allows people to find their identity in the game. And now you look at that, and you look at what's happening with apparel and sneakers coming in, you know, limited edition sneakers moving into the eSports space. And you look at deals like, you know, Adidas is doing with certain teams and or, or, or Nike, uh, and there's such a huge market for people that want customized items, um, um, limited edition items and, and in Fortnite you, you're expressing yourself through your your dance moves and, and, and through your skins and, and I think you'll see that transpire, you know, or, or transform outside the game and into what's happening in, in, in merchandise and, and in the streets as well.
0: This month, um, Fortnite made a big splash because they said, we are not going to be on the Google Play store and pay the 30% share to Google to be on there. We're big enough. We're going to do a deal. We're going to cut a deal with Samsung to be on their store for an exclusive, which feels like the old console days. And Samsung wants to do that because they've got a new phone that is gaming capable. It's big. It's got a water cooling system on it. It's got, you know, uh, half a terabyte of space and room for another half a terabyte. I mean, it's for gaming, right? And so all of a sudden we're seeing the rise of these gaming capable phones, Asus and Razer having. Where does the mobile gaming space go and what are the opportunities? If I'm a brand, I look at that, are we going to start seeing a lot of tournaments? On just mobile-only titles, are we going to start to see lots of opportunities for a different kind of crowd because it's, it's, it's a cell phone that we use as well as it's not just a gaming-only device? Where do you see that all going?
1: The mobile market in gaming is is tremendous. It's, I think it's it's probably one of the biggest um, growth opportunities in the esports and gaming area um, because a lot of people have quicker access to it. Not everybody has a five thousand, ten thousand dollar PC rig, you know, at their at their disposal. But you you are going to see um, people competing on, on on mobile phones. I mean, it's happening now. I mean, we're looking at RFPs for for major companies that are looking at putting competitions together played solely on, on, on mobile phones. So it, it is absolutely trending in that direction. You know, the interesting thing about mobile is that, you know, there's, there's a lot of easy in-game purchases that help sustain those businesses and grow them. So from a business standpoint, you know, it, it, it's good for the publishers. Um, and from a brand perspective, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for, for experiences and ways to integrate within those games, those tournaments, and those communities, and those lifestyles. And at Subnation, you know, that's where we really feel our, our sweet spot is. You know, there, there's more Competitions going on in somebody's living room every Saturday night, where four or five kids are getting together and they're playing Fortnite together. I mean, it's just happening in just about every household, right? So you've got all these little micro competitions that are happening everywhere all the time. The smart brands, you know, will be looking for ways to integrate in a way that that is meaningful to this audience. And that doesn't mean they're throwing up a logo. It doesn't mean that they're infiltrating the scene and saying, you know, here's my new car. You know, some of the things we did at E3, and, and we were really fortunate to have a, a partner like VW. Um, uh, come in with us at, at the E3 execution, where they brought their car in, but they brought it in as a canvas, you know. And they were smart enough to say, "Wow, you know, we really want to reach this new audience. We want to do it on their terms, you know." And we were able to partner with Marvel and have a Marvel comic book artist paint on the car, and it created an experience. I think it was the, it was the highest-rated social content push that VW has ever had. So you look at that and they say, "Oh, well, how did this happen?" Right. Well, it's 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 really VW taking the initiative of being uh, forward thinking enough to say let's not push the car, let's push the experience. And and with Subnation, we were giving them that opportunity to curate that that experience. So Ninja's the biggest gamer in
0: the world, or probably the most prominent one right now. But who else out there is really hitting it as an influencer
1: in the gaming space? Look, there, there's a lot of people really making some great headway. Um, you look at TSM, you know, Myth. Um, he's crushing it out there, and um, he's a really solid player. And 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 uh, you know, uh, he, he he's great for brands to actually get behind. He's got a good character. Um, there's also SS Sniper Wolf and and Pokimane, who I really like. You know, she's kind of got this like Wayne's World, very non-overly produced show, um, but she gets in the heart of her audience. And there's a lot of opportunities. And then you look at you know how these how these influencers are interested. Interacting in the culture of what's happening at esports and you of course we all know what happened You know with ninja and drake, but you know, I mean we just had at the Subnation booth at e3 I mean myth was there playing with little yachty. I think little yachty just joined face clan Right, and and so you know you've got this this new realm of celebrity gamer that's coming in. Josh Hart and the Lakers, right? I mean, he's like one of the best best gamers out there in the NBA, and he's got a good three point shot. So. Absolutely, and so you know I, I I think that you know the influencer list is is growing. But th- those uh, those would be my top three, I think, right now, other than Ninja for me.
0: Hi, this is David Bloom with Seven Volpone, the head of. And Sub Nation, the lifestyle and culture gaming initiative, and also the CEO and fund manager for Big Block Capital Group, Talking Games. I'm David Bloom, your host, over and out. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.